Welcome to Being Tired, a podcast about the human experience of chronic fatigue. This is a sharing podcast, which means I'll be talking about my personal everyday experiences, including tips, coping mechanisms, reflections and frustrations, and I'll be inviting you to share yours. Hello, how is everyone today? That was too loud. That was too much immediately. Um, I'm overcompensating, I think, because I just woke up. I it's I so, <laughs> I woke up at six this morning, having had only a few hours sleep. Oh, brilliant. Um, and then put myself back for a nap and then have nearly slept through the day. So that's perfect. <laughs> I record the podcast um, on Wednesdays at 11 because that's when my partner has uh, an appointment. And because we're in lockdown, we've got obviously limited, um, well, we're always in the house together. So we've got limited time where I'm able to do this. So yeah, I nearly slept through that <laughs> that window. <laughs> so I just can't get a rush, rush into it uh, at an inappropriately loud level to compensate for that. I'm very sorry in advance. It's so hot as well, isn't it? And I can't open the window in the studio because, um, well, then you'll hear even more birds, which are right outside my window. Um, my cat is here, so hopefully he's not going to meow at any point. But yeah, I'm just sweltering. Right, what was I talking about? Oh, following up on last week's conversation, actually, about terminology. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, it was on my mind, obviously, having talked about it. Um, and then through the week, I thought of a few things. So I used two... I realised that I, rather than terminology, I rely on um, analogy or just sort of super descriptive, inventive <laughs> ways of using the words instead of the word itself. Um, but analogy mostly so something I said this week I had a little bout of fatigue just at the beginning of the week and my boyfriend said said something hugely insensitive because men are the worst um and and I was like what (laughs) something like oh you should maybe it's about the podcast maybe he's like oh you should have recorded the podcast today because you're tired it wasn't that and I was like I'm sorry what and he was like well it's a good opportunity if you're tired kind of thing and I was like Mm. And I didn't speak for a while and then I was like I think we were watching something on TV and I just paused it and was like right you know that when I'm tired right it's not I'm not who was mortified he's like no I, I do know that um but I um I was like okay so it's like I'm jet lagged like my body just doesn't know which way is up if I'm hungry or thirsty or like what what is going on at any point just nothing makes it feel right he was like, no, I do get that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I thought jet lagged is a really good one um, because it feels like that. It's not just like you wake up from, uh, you know, you haven't had enough sleep and then you're a bit tired or you need a bit of coffee. It's not that. It's like you're jet lagged is a really good one because you can't shake off jet lag in the same way. So I think people understand that because it's like, oh, <laughs> you're trapped. Like, yes. Um, <laughs> and then another one I used this earlier this week was... Um, I think I talked about this, but it was like full of tired because it's it's full. I'm not just like tired. Um, 
it's like lingering somewhere in the background. No, it's it's like 100% filling me up. Um, and then another one I used was like I've been poisoned uh, and it's in my bones. <laughs> I'm sounding a bit mad here, but <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you say, especially to people that, that know you and love you and can kind of get used to you being like, I'm tired. They're like, no, I know. You're always, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> no, but people, you know, they, they used to be being tired and they do understand it, but sometimes it's, yeah, it's just so part of the the language. And they're like, well, because I know you get tired. So so I, <laughs> I like to dramatically say, I'm not just tired. It feels like I've been poisoned and it's coursing through my bones. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something I also wanted to talk about was like, people around you saying that they're tired as well because obviously that's it the word tired yeah the conversation being that the word tired is so unhelpful because other people around you can can be tired um and it's a funny one uh because in a certain in a certain way like not normal people people without chronic fatigue um non-spoonies what what is the word for them (laughs) uh muggles um but in a certain way it's like quite insensitive um, when they talk about how tired they are. And it's well, it's not insensitive. It's more like incomparable. You know, it's like, yeah, no, no, no. The idea that your tiredness is anything like a person with chronic fatigue's tiredness is just incorrect, which is why the term, terminology thing is so difficult because we all feel tired, quote marks the word tired, but like, you don't know my tired bit. <laughs> no. Um, yes, though. Um, but yeah. It's like, so sometimes my friends or my partner will be complaining about how tired they are because like, they're, they're tired, they haven't slept, they've been super busy recently um, or whatever. We're just chatting and they're like, oh, I'm so tired at the moment. They're like, oh, God, sorry. And then they stop themselves halfway through and they're mortified and they're like, oh, sorry, how awful, like, what an awful person I am complaining to about my tiredness to you. And I'm like, no, 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 actually, I quite like it because it reminds me that other people feel tired as well. It's not... It's not the same thing, but it reminds me that we we don't all bounce back after a busy time. You know, some of us are aging. We're not all, you know, have a glass of wine and actually everyone feels a bit like ridiculously rough the next day. And we're like, oh, we're just we're just aging. Um, so there's a certain level of normalizing it. So I, I I do kind of quite like it. it. It makes me feel like it's not that I'm just a zombie in the world of in a world of like top class athletes. <laughs> You know, I'm not just like a snail and everyone else is Popeye after he's eaten spinach, you know, just like buzzing with energy. It's no, so it's, it kind of normalises that, oh, it's fine. Like we all feel kind of knackered. Um, so yeah, so I do quite like hearing how my, non, my non-chronic fatigue friends are knackered. Um, but, 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 but. <laughs> so I just watched an, episode, an old episode of John Oliver and he does like a little clips of it of somebody who just goes who is that oh, I'm so tired you guys um, what was I saying yes I do quite like hearing how um, my friends who don't have chronic fatigue and stuff how they are tired but but as long as they have the understanding and it's it's with the understanding that it's different um Jody from Journey with Jody. She runs a lovely account, very creative, colourful person who has ME. Um, she messaged me last week with an example which reminded me of this distinction actually. Um, of when you text, like you're texting your friend and you say, Oh, sorry, I can't reply yet. I'm like a bad ME crash. Crash is an excellent word too, as well, isn't it? Because it does, you can just plumb it. And you're just like, anyway, 
Right. So that's a, that's a good word too, Jodie. Um, but yeah, so you're, you're texting someone being, oh, sorry, I can't reply yet. I'm in a bad ME crash. And they're replying saying, yeah, I'm super exhausted too today. And it's like, oh, really? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's, that's when it's a problem. Um, and it's erasing the the type of fatigue that we feel and then it's that's when you want an entirely different word so that there, there isn't this that so that there is this distinction so it's different from um muggle tiredness i'll think of a better term for that as well <laughs> Today, I wanted to talk about outsourcing tasks in terms of conserving your own energy and letting other people do things for you. Uh, it doesn't sound that bad. It sounds nice, really. But for me, I was always um, a supremely self-sufficient person who grew up with a working single mother um, and an only child as well, and also an introvert and uh, an overachieving kind of child prodigy, <laughs> like just the blueprint of somebody who does things for themselves uh, <laughs> uh, in a kind of obstinate way. Um, yeah, I've always been a bit of a solo worker too. So if I'm in a team, um, I'm usually a team of one or I'm the manager. So I'm not the best at like sharing tasks. As anybody who's ever traveled with me will know, I'm like the one who wants to do all the research. I want to get out all the books and do a spreadsheet <laughs> and I, I want all of that information. Um but encephalitis and my journey with it and the vulnerable state that I was in when having it and then recovering from it and the fatigue that I experienced since then um, that's changed the way that I can live my life has really taught me to, to allow myself to rely on others. Dropping any pride where possible. <laughs> Not in a, like, I've got no dignity now. Um, but just in my day-to-day -day life, that means kind of asking my partner to make lunch or a cup of tea uh, or bring me something that I need from downstairs rather than get it for myself to conserve that little bit of energy. Um, or asking my friend to pick me something up from the shops or come with me if I'm feeling a bit wonky that day. Whatever it is, just getting help with tasks um, from others or buying a granny trolley. That's one that I was like, oh, I, can't, I can't really just expend pointless energy carrying stuff now so actually if I if I insist on going to the, to the shops on my own um I'm talking about like obviously generally speaking I'm I'm quite lucky I'm really high functioning is not the word it's what you use for a sociopath or um yeah I just mean I'm I'm quite lucky that my fatigue isn't always debilitating it is only sometimes so I'm able to do quite a lot of tasks for myself so it's also a very privileged post but generally speaking just talking about how you how you learn to the value of getting help from people that traditionally you just think oh I, I go to the shops on my own I'll just pop out and get that but actually when you're somebody who's got chronic fatigue or a chronic illness in some way it's going to be better for you <laughs> you know um and, and crucially also not feeling bad about that so for example when I started this podcast like I've done a podcast uh in the past and I did everything myself as I always do it's so boring hi couscous that's my cat he wants to help um but this time I went, yeah, when this podcast, I wanted to, yeah, I just went to do everything myself as I always had. And I went to edit my first, can you stop biting me? He's like, good, good. He 
he's got this really weird thing where he's like he's very cute and he wants to cuddle and he's rolling around on his back like yay and he wants me to stroke him but then also he wants to bite me a little bit <laughs> but his purring is is very confusing yeah so last time I did I did a podcast I uh did everything myself and I wanted to, I just assumed to do this the same again when you're somebody like that you just you forget that you can uh, <laughs> ask for help it's not sounding good but right so I, I went to edit my first audio when I'd done my first recording and just I would have had to reteach myself the software entirely you know when you've done that before like I did it with Photoshop as well you get a new software and you read the articles you go on the forums you watch the YouTube tutorials and then you do whatever it is you're trying to do because that's it's just for a project so but you don't quite learn the skill <laughs> fully. It doesn't get cemented. You just copy what you're doing, what you're being shown. And then you stop doing that project. You stop using it. So you just, it's a skill you just drop altogether. And for some reason, just can't pick back up. So for, yeah, so for me, I thought, right, I'm going to get somebody else to do this. Like it's in my, my point being, it's in my nature to do it myself. I like fiddly things. I like tech equipment. I like nerdy internet forums. I like the satisfaction of knowing a little skill as well. It's just like an opportunity to learn something. I like the value of being self-sufficient. And when, and when I really think about it, it's probably a feminist thing as well. Like knowing that oh, sound engineer kind of stuff is supposed to be for guys. Like I'm supposed to inherently not be adept at it, um, like science or whatever. So I feel a sense of I'm going to do that. You know, oh, it's a oh, it's a difficult thing. I'm going to do that though and make a point. Um, so, oh, I'm coming off as an awful person. I apologise to all my friends and hi, Couscous. That's my cat. Um, obviously, please learn the name Couscous. Um, that is my cat. He will feature. I'm afraid because the door of my studio doesn't uh, close properly. <laughs> So he could just push his way through. Also, where I'm recording this is right next to his podium. So po I say podium because he is a Roman Empire uh, emperor. His name, because we got him from the shelter. So his name arrived with him. Um, I'm not that middle class. <laughs> Little quinoa. Yes, yeah, so when I, right, when I sat down to do this, uh, I'd recorded my first episode and then I sat down to do the recording uh, to edit the audio and I realized I just don't have it in me to do this you know well it's more that it'll take a few hours of fiddling and watching YouTube videos and reading and stuff and my head already hurt and I was like oh it's such a barrier um and I thought oh god I'd really rather be prioritizing my time doing some self-care um or engage like when it comes to the podcast like engaging with my audience online or thinking out some content or whatever so like, wouldn't it be great if somebody else could do this for me <laughs> um and yeah and I'm a member of an online po podcasting group so what I, I was like you know I'm gonna find somebody so I did a shout out there explained what I was looking for and uh, which was an editor like can, can somebody do this for me um also I've got no like no budget because it's just a project of my own um and I found a few helpful comments like everyone is generally super super helpful on there however the first few comments were just like eye roll af um one in particular was from a guy I, I, I wasn't intending on going into this but it's actually you know, it's quite amusing um so it was, it was from a guy I basically said hey can anyone recommend a good affordable podcast editor slash producer to edit their podcast audio um 
And then I explained like just the little basics that I need. And I'd said like, there's so many on Fiverr. Oh God, I don't know if I can say there's so many on websites online. Many websites are available. Um, but I want someone regular with good communication because um, I don't want to do it myself. I want to save my energy for management um, and social media, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then the comments were just like so challenging. It's like one of them in particular is from this one guy. I'm going to call him David. Um, not just because I've been watching Shit's Creek recently, but um, he said, I don't know if I don't know if I can read this out. I'm going to. So he said, <laughs> to paraphrase, he said, the, the tech side is a part of podcasting. People will do it for you, but you've mentioned several times the budget. I mentioned it once. The truth is that it's not going to be in your budget for long. I'd, I'd rather see you spend the money on learning the tech side of it or finding someone who's willing to teach you. These are the tools of the trade in podcasting. And if you want to be a podcaster, there's something you need to learn. The good news is that you can do it. It's really not that difficult. And honestly, after a few episodes, you'll get it down pat. <sighs> Great. Thanks, David. Um, <laughs> I just responded saying that's incredibly patronising. I'm asking for an editor. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and then a few, like a few other people that replied with ludicrous things saying, no, 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 like it will cost you hundreds of dollars. All men, may I add, like obviously, I don't know if you got it from the tone, but it's obviously a, obviously a straight white guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was all kind of oh no you don't need that no 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 you need to be able to do that oh anyway so I kind of I remembered then that I'm also an, uh, a member of another group called the Coven who are amazing um amazing group of uh women who run businesses um and it's a way of networking and sharing skills and what have you so I posted on there I was like hey everyone <laughs> but did, did the same post and then got really helpful responses back <laughs> so um, I was like, oh, thank God I got my witches. Anyway, so um, managed to fa find somebody. Um, actually, why don't I take the opportunity to do a little shout out? Big, big love to Chris from The Pod Farm, who edits this podcast. They offer really amazing options with like packages and membership. Um, and it's been unbelievably easy to, um, to set up and so great to work with. They also offer courses for you if you do want to learn yourself. Okay, David. Um, and they've, been, they've just generally been fantastic and made this all possible. So big love to you. Thanks, Chris. Um, so in terms of next week, I am going to talk about the GET program. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's, uh, so it's the GET, Graded Exercise Therapy, um, which I mentioned last week. Um, but I've taken a little break from it and I'm going to have an appointment tomorrow over the phone. So I'm going to be talking about that next week. Um, and could somebody, anybody out there tell me if it's called GET <laughs> or GET, which always makes you think of GED, which is, I only know from Kimmy Schmidt, that's like, this like GCSEs in America. Yeah, so it's too hot. I've been talking for too long. I'm going to leave this here. But yeah, if anybody can clarify the pronunciation of the graded exercise therapy program, that would be much appreciated. <laughs>